Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. I'm Scott sounded very direct. I'm Scott. I'm, this is a fact. I am Scott. I am Knuff. <laughs> oh my gosh. Have you seen that yet? No. Okay. I don't even know what it is. The Barbie movie. Oh, oh yeah. No, I have not seen it yet. I, when, I, it's on, I, when it's on streaming, if you're not willing to see it in the theaters, I, I, I recommend it. it. I laugh so hard. It's not that I don't want to see it. I just don't have the, I don't want to get off my butt and go see it. Yeah. What the fuck? Like is you didn't see Oppenheimer on? either, did you? No, I want to. I really do. I just, I even have a subscription to go. It's just I have. I've been working like crazy and I haven't had the time. Oh, you have like one um, of those AMD AMC stubs or one of those things? Yeah, I've got the Regal thing, which is I'm still pissed off and I still complain about the fact that um, I uh, have to pay fifty seven cents if I want to reserve my seat online. Versus like in theater. Yeah, instead of going to the theater and like picking my seat there, if I want to pick my seat beforehand, you kn- I have to pay. I wonder, is it something like they're trying to prevent people from like yeah, scooping up to pre- all the good seats? Yeah, they're trying to prevent people from taking up the seats and not showing up. Yeah. Which I can- I get that, but still. Honestly, I might cancel my subscription because the theater near me just really does not do a fantastic job. It's just the fact of the location is in the mall and it's like like... 10 minutes from my apartment so i'm walking distant like i can literally walk to a regal nice how much is it a month like 20 bucks it's only 20 bucks yeah and you can see like pretty much unlimited movies i guess is it like one a day i think it might be one a day or something like that or like three a week or whatever well i know amc was like that amc was like it's unlimited but you can do three i'm like i don't think you understand what unlimited means you can see any movie at any time up to three times a week that's not unlimited. But th- this one keeps saying unlimited, so I'm, it might be unlimited. Hmm. I haven't pushed the boundaries with it yet. Because Sarah Beth like, is in that young age where I don't feel like fighting with her in the theaters. Because it, it's like 15 bucks to see a movie these days. Yeah. yeah. You might as well get just to do the subscription. If you go to one movie, well, you got to go to two a month to make it go to worthwhile. You go to two a month, and plus you get um, like 10% off your concessions. Oh, well, popcorn's 12 bucks, so yeah. I mean, do you have the um? Is yours the one uh, near you that like has sit down and like the dining dining stuff and everything like the cinnabar or whatever it's called? Uh, it has a bar and it has it has food, but I don't think it has um like we'll deliver to your seat the way like the AMC's do. Oh no! Well, the the Regal I go to actually has it where it delivers to your seat. It has the recliners and like a table and everything. These have the recliners, but they don't. I don't. They don't really have a table. They just have the swing arm like desk well, thing well yeah they, they have this swing arm desk and everything but yeah the, we have the servers bring you everything like if you want refills you have to go get them but hmm. um which is annoying because you have to go to the bar and wait for the bartender and they don't want to give you a refill because they're not making any tips off of you so they get everyone else before they get to you and you miss 10 minutes of your movie hmm. yeah that, it, um it, there's a website uh well, we're doing great on getting through this episode quickly there's a website yeah. that we found because uh, i was trying to convince rachel to go see oppenheimer yeah and she's like that's three hours and i'm gonna have to pee and i was like i found a website of when to pee during a movie oh yeah i've seen that (laughs) so it's like also when to get a refill or whatever you know yeah 
Like, not a whole lot going on right here. Now's your time. Yeah. So, all right. Um, this episode is brought to you by Electromotive Soundco. <laughs> since we're going to get back into actually what we're supposed to be doing, go to electromotivesoundco.com. Check out the Clone V3. If you want your tone to sound amazing, buy it. Do it. All the cool kids are doing it. Yeah. And then our Patreon, patreon.com slash the effects loop. You too can be a supporter. Um, all right, Scott, what's new? Uh, I got another two notes. Yeah, I was yeah, you you put that in the group chat. If you're a supporter and you give five dollars or more, you join the group chat. Um and I thought you already had one. I feel, I'm like So I have an eight ohm two two notes. This okay. is a sixteen ohm two notes. Because I have sixteen ohm amps as well. Can the sixteen ohm do eight ohms if you wanted no. it to? Oh, that's how they get you. Mm-hmm. You got to buy the different ones. Well, in frankly, so I have a Z matcher, which is the um, thing from Weber that lets you plug anything into anything. Yeah. Um, but the price for a Z matcher is the same price as just getting another two notes. And if I have two two notes, I can run both amps at the same time. That's four notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how the math works. Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, via addition or multiplication. Mind blown. I'm. Gosh, I'm gonna have to take a minute on that. Anywho, yep. anything new with you? Um, we all we already talked about me getting LT. That that arrived the day we did the podcast last time, wasn't didn't it? Yeah, but you you've now actually had to, like it arrived like ten minutes before we recorded last right. week. So how's yeah, it going? No, I love it. It's great. Um, I had actually it was really funny because I had a guy I used to play with uh, reach out to me and he's like, hey, like if, if you're looking for someone to play, we could really use some help. And I was like. I was like, man, now I've got the LT. I don't even have an excuse. Like, I don't even have the fact where I'm just like, I don't feel like putting a board together. Like, I've had so many excuses. Now I just don't have one. And now that I you lost all this weight, you can't even do the I'm fat. I'm going to sit on my, I, I can't stand up excuse. Like, you got all these things going and you, you know, like, I know. you got to do it. Go do it, man. I'm, I'm supposed to be getting uh, dinner with him sometime this week. I'm like, I don't know. It's just, <clears throat> it's hard to explain. I'm nervous because I haven't I haven't played like with people in a very long time, um, and uh, yeah, the rust shakes off faster than you think. I know, and I haven't been to church in I don't know how many years. It's been a while, five years or so. Oh, it's the same songs. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that, that was what it was. It was more the other part, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to go have food. I'm going to go eat dinner so that at least I have something to, a reason to get me there is I'm going to go get some food and then we'll see what happens. So. I mean, do they do rehearsals or do they just show up and play? I Honestly, either way, I really wouldn't care. So well, uh, but if they, the if nice they do part rehearsals, be, I could always just ease in. Yeah. I was going to say you could go shadow a rehearsal. Yeah. I'll just go sit and watch. And then halfway through, I'll be like, just let me play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me, I'll make this sound better. Let me play, please. Well, and I'll I'll just just say this bluntly. Um, I, at least for me, when I took a break from playing guitar from mm-hmm. with people and stuff like that, there was a part of me that just felt like I was just like not expressing anymore. Uh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't say mine feels like I'm not expressing. I do miss playing with other musicians and and being able to express myself that way and feeling that camaraderie and that uh, cohesiveness as a unit. Mm-hmm. like but there's all then there's that part too of the the nervousness of like what if i don't gel with these people then you don't gel with those people 
I know, but like it's like I want. There's that part of me that wants to. Then there's that part of me that doesn't want to because I'm like, okay, well, there's an excuse. But I don't know. We'll see. I'll I'll go have dinner and we'll just uh, we'll take it from there. But um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. It's just I've spent some more time with the LT. Um, I love my favorite thing. Scott saw me do it with his quad cortexes. I love going through the presets that are put in by the companies and figure out what song they're supposed to be and playing that song. They've got the plush garden one, which is like STP in a box. And oh my gosh. Oh, oh, I picked up uh, Stone Temple Pilots core on vinyl. Oh, I yeah, did get you did. that. Well, that was, oh, I was going to say, what, you are built for that because that kind of activity, because you just know so many riffs. I do. And like that's it's, but it, and the one thing I do like is I like, I like learning the, I learn riffs, but I don't learn the whole songs. And now I'm at that point where I'm like, I need to learn the rest of the whole song. That's like a Interstate Love Song by STP. Yeah, you only know has, the intro, don't you? I I've, I mean, I know the whole song now, but like it was like uh, the chords are so weird because Dan DeLeo's, uh, his, just the way he plays chords are insane. Hmm. So they do the, there's this weird B where starting on uh, however you count it, um, the second string, your A string, it going down to your high E, it's uh, two, three, one, two which is a very interesting chord. But uh, yeah, that's one of the Bs he uses in there. And then he does a B flat, which is one, two, one, two, starting on the A string. But anyhow, that was random ideas. Let's talk about some gear news. Talk about some other random things. Okay. All right, Way Huge has the stone burner, subatomic fuzz. We haven't talked about this, right? We have not. I didn't think so. It just came out. Yeah, they've been putting out some stuff, and it's like, I I love this. Oh, you know what? It wasn't Way Hughes. It's been putting out a lot of stuff. It was someone else, I was thinking. I mean, so this is now in the smaller size, uh, Way Huge format, which, again, is nice to see. It's not a mini pedal. Right. But it's a little short. Yeah. Um, But they also, with top-mounted jacks and it being a little short, it's perfect because now it takes up the same amount of space. Um it's a five knob fuzz or four knob fuzz with a switch for different yeah. subs. Um, so you can do a low end. Uh, it's an oct- that's the octave switch. Uh, right. So you, you can control the level of the sub octave. There's a dry level, a tone knob and a fuzz level. Um, mm-hmm. There's the, the reviewer saying it reminds them of the MRXR blue box tonally. Okay. Um, and I wonder, is it a similar sub, is it a similar like fuzz circuit or not? Yeah. Where it's just, it's not a poly first, the way the, the, the poly, the blue boxes, um, coming in at $170, it's very affordable too. Um, oh, from, yeah. uh, do you consider way huge boutique still, even though they're technically <sighs> MXR? I would say no. I would say it was one of the brands that started off as boutique and has moved. Okay. So, um, yeah, definitely, uh, very cool. I love the different, um, sub octaves you can pick from. Yeah. So, um, so if you're into desert rock, particularly, I think this is the kind of vibe you're going for. When I hear desert rock, all I think about is freaking Queens. Yeah. I mean, that's Caius is probably, okay. You know, the archetype of that, um, and you know the stuff that kind of has spilled out of that that movement 
Yeah, I need to stop yawning. I'm sorry. Um, okay. Um, speaking of fuzz, staying on the fuzz journey, Jim Dunlop combines fuzz and a low-frequency wasp sweep on a Japanese shred legend Akira Takasaki's signature crybaby. Um, it's auto-return switching. Yeah, so, so it's spring-loaded, right? Yeah. I like spring-loaded. Um, I mean, there's it's a classic question, particularly with the crybaby, of how do you turn it off well? Right, and so there's the full toe down switch version. There's right. the pressure plate versions. There's the it just lot, full heel, you know, and it, it spring loads itself back. Right. Um, Honestly, I I love the um, I do, I do love. I think Morley knocked it out of the park having its own switch, and then with it being spring loaded, the heel it, you don't hear it. It's mm-hmm. bypassed pretty much. But whenever, as soon as you start using it, like, I think that's, I think that's cool, but I don't know. Anywho, I, I got, it's, it's a crybaby wall, fuzz wall. It's 229. I don't know. I feel like fuzz and wall should just be separate though. Like I like them both and I like them together sometimes, but not all the time. There's something about buffers in that. But usually waz and fuzzes are the ones that don't have buffers in them. So right. I don't I don't totally know. Something right. something with impedances and you know, reactants and how they react together and so by pairing the right fuzz with the right wah you get this magic effect. Um yeah. at two hundred thirty dollars, um I haven't really been paying attention to crybabies, but I imagine a number of them are getting up into that that price point these days. I think once you get yeah, once you get into the signature, I know the Tom Morello signature was pretty low, but that's just because it was a basic crybaby um the 95 with uh just a different colored covering but i know like the jerry oh, the jerry cantrell one's the one that i do want i mean um just as a quick uh survey here um of the dunlop site um the cheapest i'm seeing is about 150 these days for a crybaby oh mm. the, the crybaby standard hits 100 Right. Um, and then a lot in the 200s. Once you get into signatures, you're into the 200s, and they get up to $300. I figure if I'm playing $300 for a wah, I'm going to get like a real McCoy or something. Like I get a boutique wah. Like a, but that's just me. Eh, I mean, that's your choice. Um, the It's the Justin Chancellor is the $300 one, and that actually has a separate switch on it. So the enclosure is really big. Yeah. And okay. like lots of different little, it has knobs and switching and all this stuff for that one. Um, anyway, moving on, moving on. Just moving on up. Uh, speaking of moving on, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Billy Joe Armstrong's explosive Green Day tone in a compact pedal. So the Dookie drives back, limited time only. It's a different artwork. It, yeah, I mean, it's cool. If you like are collecting Dookie drives, this is cool. So wasn't it MXR that stopped doing the Dookie drive and then they came out with the FOD? Yes. Weren't they basically the same pedal? Yep. So is the the FOD now out of production? Like they just figured out a licensing agreement between the two of them or? Well, it's limited time. So I think they're just cash grabbing it. You could get the same sounds, same pedal essentially in MXR's FOD drive. Yes. (laughs) So if if by technically speaking, if you are not someone who did it all for the Dookie, not bad jonathan horsley not bad uh, anywho so 200 bucks 
How much is the FOD drive? Uh, I think it's a little cheaper. I would hope so. Uh, give me a second. I'm scrolling. It, it it's not easily found. The FOD is one seventy. One seventy. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. It's not easily found. It's in the next line. Um, yeah. Uh, it is not in stock. It's back ordered. Um, yeah, they've all been popular. I mean, it's it's a you know Marshall in a box with a drive kind of sound. So people like it. <laughs> but moving on because we've talked enough about that pedal. Yeah. This week in Harley Benton. Harley Benton. We see the CST twenty four. Uh, adding new colors and left-handed options. Man, this guitar looks familiar, doesn't it? Yeah. So um, there's a few different model variants of here, and um, you're going to quickly get PRS vibes. Yeah. You're supposed to. But if you're someone who likes wants a cheap PRS but hates birds and just wants dots, this might be your option because, like, PRS doesn't really do dots. Not, they did for a while. They did moons. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so they weren't truly dots. And they still do. I mean, um, the Dave Grissom had um, a model with dots and a model with birds. I've, I look at people with PRSs with dots the same way I look at people with Gibsons with dots. Yeah, down. like a 330, a, a 335 with dots is still like a special thing, right? I guess. I don't, that's why I'll never have one so no dots please no dots give me the give me the blocks the trapezoids give me something cool okay well these have dots they also have neck binding body binding and flame tops i'm assuming those are not real flames tops that, that headstock look the headstock looks more like the dean hardtail than it does anything else i mean it, it it's reminiscent of both it doesn't have the same cutaway the way um the black and purple reminds me of the um what was those old PRS SEs? The ones that had the bat inlays. Um, oh, forgot it was a signature. Uh, it reminds me of Orianthes, um color. No, hold on. SE bat inlays. Are they driving you batty? Last name was Allen, maybe Paul Allender. That's what it reminds me of. It was the. Well, that's cool. Um. Wilkinson hardware um, throughout comes in left-hand models. Uh, we're sitting sitting around the three hundred dollar mark, so pretty affordable. Very. Yep. Okay. All right. Let's do it. Keep moving. That's all the best I could do. All right. The Cure bassist Simon Gallup gets three new Schecter models. Uh, these are interesting. I don't hate them. I mean, they're all red with this uh, coat of arms kind of dragon thing. Yeah. Um, I don't mind the color. I just don't love the... Oh! So if you look at the Thunderbird one, you see the rose up there on the top horn? That's kind of like the rose I have on my telly. On the back, it says, Age and treachery will overcome youth and skill. Or what is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, the Ultra Spitfire base uh, has a rose on the top horn. And that's if it's the passive model, right? Or is that the... 
Well, that's the Ultra Spitfire base. The other one is the Gallop Ultra. And the one before is the Gallop Corsair. Simon Gallop Corsair. Gotcha. Simon Gallop Ultra. And Simon Gallop Ultra Red. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ultra Spitfire Ultra Red. Okay, so we have a hollow body design and we have a Thunderbird-esque design. Yep. Um, EMG, two EMG active pickups um, with a two-band active EQ. They both come in the same color, red. Wouldn't Our, those be more Firebird than the Thunderbird? Sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not the, the Gibson aficionado here, so. I'm not either. I've just been to their factory. So you were there too. You should yeah. have paid more attention. Um, so depending on the, 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 there's a premium and an affordable version and there's upgrades like tuners and um, things like that. Artwork, it's better. Um, it's not a it's not a tuna. I'm trying to get through this, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just, it's, it just came to my head. Now I was just like, I've got to get this out. All right, go ahead. So a thousand to thirteen hundred. Yep. Um, which isn't horrible for Schecter. I mean, boys yeah. don't cry over um, the prices that are on these Schecters. Um, if I really want this, I'll just have to write a letter to Elise. Mm-hmm. Alright, <laughs> okay. Um, Fender Limited Edition Mike Kerr Jaguar is orange and gold. So the Royal Blood Frontman gets a limited edition signature bass. Um, if you don't remember Royal Blood, they had that one song. Uh that was just it's they're just bass and drums. Uh I mean it's 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 bass and drums with a ton of pog work going on and it's very fat tone <laughs> that he gets. So this yeah. is this is a short scale. It's a thirty inch scale. I love the look of it. Uh, Jaguar body, um, it's like a mini humbucker in the bridge, and then in the middle position, there's like a wide range humbucker. Yeah. Um, I, I, so traditionally, Mike Kerr has been known as the bass player who's not a bass player. Right. Um, and I think it's kind of fun seeing what he does. That's, I'm going to call, but we'll use the word innovative here, right? Of, yeah, non normal differentiating things and so this continues that trend um and also it's an artist frankly who i think deserves a signature artist signature model because he's so unique in what he does very much like it, this is really cool i mean they've been around for a few years now but it's yeah. definitely like it, it's the newer wave of bass players are starting to get signatures it's not just the same old bass yeah. players that we've known for years well you know? at, at this point he's been going for like 10 years hasn't he it's been a good while like I, I we it's one of those things where sometimes like you forget how long 10 years ago was yeah like how how, how close it was like whenever like i mean that was like you know that was like 10 years ago i'm thinking like whenever i'm 15 i'm like no no that was 10 years ago that was like yesterday so um this is gonna be 1600 bucks so they, yeah. they've already got them listed for sale so it's a little more it's a little on the expensive side as far as mexican signature art models go for fenders yeah um well, i'd say it seems like they didn't hold any you know hold anything back making this though it's a lot of amazing features and yeah just, i think it, other than just where it's made and then mm -hmm. um naturally with that comes you know i i assume it's a poly finish so someone's going to be upset about that yeah. um but Ooh. I dig it. Yeah, um, it's got a, a, a deluxe gig bag that has leopard print on the inside and has the, the tiger emblem 
emblem on it. Oh, that's fun. So, yeah. I mean, it's right about the Fender pricing standards is what they've said. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, um, if if you're talking signature bases, right, um, from the yeah. Death Factory, like the the Troy Sanders is obviously a little cheaper than that. Um, yeah. so, but I've also seen you know two thousand dollar signature models coming from the Fender Mexico at this point. Yeah, like the Troy Van Leeuwen is pretty expensive, you know. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, um, all right. So. Well, if you want to talk about pretty expensive. Um, SBC takes sci-fi and ergonomics to extremes on the headless Thrace 2, an eco-friendly multi-scale baritone electric that is a one-off in every sense. So this is this is expensive as shit. I saw it and it just looks absolutely nuts. It's got the metal bridge thing where it's got the thumb tuners. Yes. Um, it looks this- like a rejected Star Trek spaceship. Yes. I love the coloring on it though. Oh, how is like the pink stain that kind of washed off of it? Yeah, the in the blue, the pink and like blue, and then like the the pick is pink, which looks like honestly, this looks like it would be something that um, I don't know. It seems, it seems like something that uh, Jason would have like a picture of. I mean, it's it's clearly like it's got the leg carve to have it at an angle and do the classical positioning of it. Um, the control knob is huge. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's an interesting exercise. Obviously, you know. Um, I I mean, it. I don't know how you know. I think it, it literally is a one-off. So we're talking about one person's guitar, right? right. Um, and you know, they'll they'll probably make a few more, but this is clearly a small builder doing some fun odd stuff um premium parts throughout um it's listed right now for 488 four, sorry 4899 pounds um saying that they'll donate 500 dollars of the sale to solar aid a charity tackling climate change and poverty mm-hmm. um multi-scale baritone the jack placement has me a little like, huh? I didn't I, see the jack placement. It's right behind. It's right where the bridge pin would be in a normal guitar behind the. Sorry, the strap oh. pin. If this was a normal shaped Fender, that's where the strap pin would be. That's where the jack is. Yeah, that's interesting. It is. I mean, especially in you know, metal guitars are kind of known for having the the behind the guitar jacks oh uh, that like the abasi stuff yeah and not just them i mean a number like i think charvel has adopted that a number of brands are doing that now yeah all right how much did we say how much it was yes yeah okay bye <laughs> <laughs> cool good luck all right guild's new standard series brings you no frills boutique quality acoustic made in the usa hmm. i've never played d- a guild acoustic that i've enjoyed oh, i have well, that's just how I feel. Guild Guild's a company that's been through some different ownerships, and so it's kind of it's it it's all over the map in terms of where they positioned it. Because like at, at there was a time when they were the premium guitars for Fender for right. acoustics, and really like it's a shame they stopped doing that because I think that would have been a great you know positioning for them to for because Fender still doesn't really have a premium premium acoustic brand, um, and you know they struggle with their normal brand. <laughs> 
You got the teleacoustics, mm. stratacoustics. Hmm. I I didn't. I didn't. I didn't forget about those. Anyway, <laughs> I, I said what I said. I said what I said. Um. So these are you know your classic, true um, mahogany and uh, rosewood backed um, acoustic guitars. Okay. Price wise, uh, the D forty is coming in around twenty four hundred dollars and twenty five hundred dollars uh, for the burst finish. The D fifty twenty eight hundred and twenty nine hundred. There's a, a premium upcharge for the burst finish, and the F forty is twenty four hundred as well. So, um, just to put them in perspective, uh, they're undercutting Martin for com- comparable guitars. Let's just put it that way. Hmm. In terms of hardwoods and features and adornments and things like that. So um, might be worth a good look because they might have found the right price point to kind of really compete here. We'll see. I don't know. I feel like there's too many guilds sitting in pawn shops that are play horribly. And that haven't been humidified and are just falling apart. Like, Yep. And the woods are so thick that they don't sound that great. Yep. I don't know. Like I said, I've never played. I, if, I, if I go to Guitar Center, they got a new guild there. I'll try it and see. But and give it a good old college try. But I don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's move on to things I don't know about. Jackson has reprised a Colt electric guitar associated with Jeff Beck for a super limited custom shop run. Huh. Surprising Jeff Beck dies and people try to sell guitars of his name. No, no one's ever done that. No, Eddie Van Halen. And, um... Dimebag Daryl. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So. Uh, yeah, so pretty much you've got the Jackson soloist looking like strats. Trying to be, like, a, a weird strat thing. Pick, the pick card out of these are just weird. $5,500. Fuck you, Jackson. Floydy boy. Mm-hmm. No, thank you. All right. Speaking of no, thank you. Fender's doing uh, the Hellcat uh, checkerboard with Tim Armstrong. Who? Okay. Uh, so Tim Armstrong is from. Uh, I, I know. Uh, oh. Okay. You said who? No, no. I was started a sentence. The, my question is simply who keeps buying these things? Um, little punk kids. Is that I what it someone, is? It literally, like, there was a guy that I worked with, um, and he was fucking all about Tim Armstrong. I mean, like, he did the whole, I play acoustic and I only play power chord acoustic thing, and all that, and he had the Tim Armstrong um, stuff going on. I just, and they're cheap. They're 450 bucks. I mean, 460 $500 after tax. So I also have this weird thing at this point. I don't think I've ever really listened to Rancid. And I've had so much of their like their the, members and their gear shoved down my throat over the years. I the, have no interest at this point. The only thing I like with Tim Armstrong is the song Cat Like Thief off of Boxcar Racer. And he sings on that. Okay. Um, I guess it's nice that, you know, his guitars come in left handed version since he is left handed. Yeah, that would be fucking hilarious if it didn't, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd die laughing. It'd be great. It's like the Kurt Cobain signatures when they bring them back, and sometimes yeah. they don't come in left handed. 
Um, are, you, are you fucking kidding me right now? Uh, all right. And so there's it's, that's a thing. It's it's a punk guitar with the checkerboard aesthetic. Have a nice day. Ska. Ska. I wish I can't say anything because I was in a ska band at one point, but ska. Okay. That's like we we've gotta let it go. Mm-hmm. Um, right. and, interesting know, stat: the the scale length is twenty five point three inches. Because hmm. ska. Uh, I wonder, is it more just like a metric conversion? I don't know. I'm not going to do the math on it. Yeah, let's not do that. All right. Anyways, Paul Gilbert and Positive Grid unveil special limited run spark mini packed with these shred icons. Fire breathing rock tone. Paul Gilbert needs more money and is putting his name on stuff. And he's doing his Paul Gilbert face to the camera. Ah, someone's shooting air at me and I don't know how to breathe with high winds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So the dragon is not just a nod to Gilbert's recent tribute to Ronnie James Dio. It's an indicator of the sort of electric guitar tones you can dial in on this small but mighty digital amp. And with five downloadable presets designed by Gilbert, you can nail his tone. Okay. Hot take, his tone's not that great. Uh, All right, this is a direct quote. Spark Mini gives me fire-breathing rock tone as a starting point. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a practice amp. How much is it? $300, go fuck yourself. No. Oh, he's signing him. Hold on. I mean, but yeah, you can also get like a Katana Air at that price point, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I you know, honestly, I've never played the answer, so I can't say anything. If you want to spend the money on it, you go for it. That's on you. You're only going to use it at home. Yeah. $300. I mean, actually, $300 for a good home solution is cheaper than my home solution. That's $1,800 Kemper? Well, Kemper plus studio monitors plus audio interface plus a computer and you know I get it. I just buy busted ass stuff and send it to the company and they send me other stuff back. And then you bust it again. I didn't bust it again yet. Yet. <laughs> I, I put that in there. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. I know me. Mm-hmm. I, I know who I am. Mm-hmm. I'm self-aware. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of self-aware, I, I have no idea about this stuff, but Scott does, so, or he knows something about it. Sun amplification is bringing back the buzz. Osborne approved pl20 beta rack mounted preamp so it's it's a sun amp preamp not a power amp okay and so this comes from the era of the rack mounted stuff um you know in the 80s everything was in a rack and so they put the preamps in a rack and they'd run a separate power amp and all that fun jazz um so more more models in the the run out of sun i mean actually it's pretty impressive how fast they're uh Knocking, I mean, they've been doing this. They've been, they've been playing on this for a minute, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but Had just, to have been. You know, um, I I still think sun amps are a little niche, but at the same time, they it's are. Cool, it's cool seeing their stuff roll out here because it's not something you've seen a lot of clones of. Yeah. So. Yeah. How I'm trying to it? see. Yeah, I'm trying to find a price tag on it, and I'm not. I don't know. PL20 beta. Okay. Um. Oh, that's a used one. Never mind. Um, the used ones are very affordable. Um. 
yeah i don't see i don't see like a sweetwater listing or anything for the new one yet so uh we'll see what they actually come out at yeah okay we can skip these last two things i just had them because we didn't have a whole lot of stuff but we are gonna have we do have a topic okay all right so right now apparently you can buy you can buy an amazon bundle with the boss ultra course uc 200 the bundles come with either white vinegar or a cat calming device <laughs> what the heck what's going on who's uh, who's buying this stuff together that it's starting to suggest it uh do you, think, do you think someone's buying the chorus because like the cat pissed all over their other chorus no what <laughs> what's probably happening is um computers <laughs> yeah ai this is what happens when we give in to ai well, well this um, is also amazon uk so we have to remember they're a little different than us too no so i mean what can happen is a lot of the stuff is automated by like um like uh just like a spreadsheet and like if one like and they just have you know upc codes or whatever and if someone yeah. just like typoed one of the upc codes of pairing vinegar with something else or um the course pedal with another pedal and the the upc codes or whatever serial numbers or whatever are too close to each other okay um that is most likely what happened like they, I just set, wanted, they, uh... they set something up and then they um then it got bumped I just like the idea that um, I just was trying to come up with fun ideas. What would you need all this for together? I think more um, guitar pedals should be paired with a set of earplugs. Yeah? Yeah, his and her. Um. <laughs> there you go. I meant more like amps come with earplugs, guitars come with, I don't know, what's something else? Um, like the, uh, the fret mutes, you know what I mean? Like the little, the bands that go around. Yeah. Uh... Or, or a practice amp or like something like that i don't know i feel i feel like uh like every amp that a, a new student buys like the katana should just come with uh headphones yeah actually that's funny when i bought my first guitar what did my parents buy when I, the, the, like so i had the budget for the guitar and the amp and all that and so we went to go yeah. buy it at a guitar center and suddenly my parents showed up with a head, pair of headphones uh mm-hmm. yeah that happened with me uh my i got um so I, the first instrument I had was a Fender Squire P bass. Um, it was Baltic blue. And uh, I had that and my grandfather had a giant old PV bass amp, like one of the like TNT 100s or something like that, like the mm-hmm. bigger stuff. And so then they ended up buying me the Dan Electro bacon and eggs because <laughs> it was a lot quieter. <laughs> and I used that to practice with. They're like, no, no, no. And then I found out I could run the Dan Electro bacon and eggs into the the TNT 100. And I just realized I could be louder and everything and, and have distortion with bass, which wasn't needed at the time. But yeah, I was in a band that had two bass players and no guitar player because I didn't know how to play guitar at the time. And then I had to learn how to play guitar. Nice. So, all right. Well, that's a, that's our show for the week, guys. Thanks for joining us. Check out theeffectsloop.com. It's got links to everything. Um, we've also got links and information in the show notes below or above, however you're laying, um, or sitting or driving or just positioning yourself currently. If you're in uh, North America, it's above or it's, it's below. Yeah, it's, and if it's, you're in Australia, it's above. Yeah. Yeah. 
get get with it australia you're not even real um and then uh also check out electromotive sound co and patreon.com slash the effects loop so guys have a good week um i'm gonna go probably take a nap so it's the middle of the day we did a weird one yeah i'm gonna stop my lunch break and go back to work all right well it's been fun having and spending time with you on on your lunch break oh oh all right everyone bye bye
So, all right, man. I'll uh, I'll see you. All right, see you, buddy. All right, bye.